Hello family, good evening everybody and I welcome you to Study Life International Conference. How's the day been? I hope you had a great day so far and I trust that the Lord has been with you um, virtually in all your daily activity. Um, my name is Femi. Yes, first of all, let me apologize um, for being the one on air. It wasn't planned to be me, but then um, we had reasons to switch um, one of our leaders of the Bush to Air Tonight's um, conference meeting eventually build out um, as a result of the network and I think I experienced the same thing before eventually coming on air I had some challenges with um, the server but glory be to God I believe one or two persons really need to be on air tonight to be blessed by this teaching and we thank God for the grace I'm sure about it for prayers wherever you are just um, take a few moments if you're driving please don't attempt to buy your head just just pray um, or, or follow through in the prayers but please don't um, attempt focus on your driving Heavenly Father we thank you for your grace we thank you for how you've helped us thus far we thank you for the privilege of life we thank you for being our help and sustainer Father we thank you for being so good to us um, over every uh, daily activity we thank you for being our source and sustainer thank you for being our strength thank you because you have been there for us even before time began blessed be your holy name in Jesus name Father we ask that as we get to learn at your feet tonight we ask that you teach us by your spirit tonight in Jesus name and the grace to make do of all that would be learned tonight we pray you give us and teach us by yourself in Jesus mighty name amen take charge tonight and at the end oh God let all glory be yours in Jesus mighty name we pray amen yeah first of all I want to officially thank and welcome everybody on the Steady Life community platform I want to officially welcome you all to Steady Life International Conference we are a family of faith a family of believers we are young, vibrant, and we are full of energy. And one of the things that we know for sure that we that's our mandate on Still Life International Conference is to virtually raise people to be, be the very best version of themselves. And this cuts across every sector of your life, your faith life, your your body fitness, your emotional stability, your physical appearance, your financial dominion, and even your mental state of rest and a whole lot of anything you could think of hygiene food anything at all the whole goal is to help be the very best version of yourself so if there's any area you are still wanting to improve on um this is very best place to be and we trust that the lord will do you good even as you join us um on our daily or frequent broadcast and i believe that even from now on you will make it a day with us on state live international conference via mixlr broadcast so I would need you to do me a favor in the next couple of split seconds. Just copy the share, the sharing link, and just share to your status or your friends, or just remind somebody that um, they should be on air tonight. And I'll be much more delighted if you could just probably share the link um, once again to group chats, and so people can get connected and be blessed. Yes, let's help everybody learn something tonight
Yes, all right, okay. Um, I'm also behind the wheel of steel, pardon me. <laughs> Anyways, let's discuss what the Lord would have us do today. And um, the topic before me says that our believers should handle conflict. And I know we have so many lawyers in the house, yes. Uh, if at all you don't know of any, at least even YC30, I can boldly make mention of two. Even though I don't know if they've been officially called to Baba, that's by the way. Um, so let's discuss how believers should handle conflict. Definitely, um, I know many people listening, virtually not everybody are believers, but there is a benchmark that we'll, we'll be drawing conclusions from which should profit everybody. So even though you are not a believer, as to say which you would eventually still be, maybe as a result of time and chance of but in the meantime we really want to learn how to settle conflict because people will get in your way people would get in your uh, your daily activity people will step on your toes people will do several things to hurt you and get you emotionally down so how do you react to things like this that's our core focus for tonight how do you react to things let me share a, a quick scenario with, with us quickly um there was a time i was um I was I was being called upon to do um, a creative illustrations for a painting that was to be executed by a client, a proposed client, so to say. Then one of the things I realized was I had to go through that time trying to come up with a, a sketch up that would be approved before the actual execution of the job. And while we were at it, um, then along the line there was a reason to back out from the client. She didn't reach out anymore. She just didn't reach out to me anymore, and I was really at the verge of beginning to execute. I was at the verge of being mobilized to execute the job. And deep down, I was hurt because I knew how much I had invested into making sure I get everything that would make the project being approved our dead, and eventually it didn't come through. So I was being hurt. And many of us uh, have passed through phases like that in our lives where certain persons just reach out to us and... I know that doesn't categorically depict conflict. Conflict is probably when you are in disagreement or you are in disarray between two persons, um, maybe a legal or a formal mode of expressing conflicts, maybe through physical um, exchange of words, um, maybe having to exchange. I don't want to. I don't want to go into the 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 height of the uh, violence of conflicts fighting and the likes but this should be on a minimal level there are certain persons that maybe um at the place of work um you put something at a particular place and somebody moved it from there and you probably don't like people touching your stuff and maybe that's probably caused enmity between you and the person so i really just want to dig this from the realistic approach i believe none of us on state life community or from persons listening from any other part of wherever they are connecting from would really go as far as exchanging um, punches and blows with their other colleagues. So let's just be um, on the surface of it. Um, little, little things that might probably cause conflict between people. It could be spouse, it could be between their husband, between families, between mother and child, and many other things could cause conflict. But today we really want to deal with it from the surface. 
So the disciples went to meet Jesus, and one of the disciples talking to Jesus, they asked, like, Master, how many times should my brother offend me before I can let go and say, okay, if I've had enough, then I'm not forgiving you again. And he proposed that, is this seven times? And Jesus said, no, not seven times. He said, 70 times seven. And that's one way to understand that regardless of how persons, individuals, step on your nerves or begin to hurt you, there is really a reasonable number of times where you have to still overlook their offenses and easily let go. And I would like to read uh, a part of the scriptures to, to us. If you are following with me, I would like you to do me a favor. You can use the chat box, just leave a message. If you are using the Mixer app directly, you can make do of the chat box and just leave a message. It would just help me know that you're following through. Or you could use an emoji to just signify that you're following through. I want to read the text scriptures from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, from verse 15 to 17. And... It says, if another believer sins, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So it says, if another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. What that part simply implies is that there are persons that are maybe intentionally or unintentionally they just seem to offend you maybe because of the way you you two have been playing over time and maybe at a moment you were probably down emotionally or probably you're not just feeling so good your your emotions is being um not at the best state at the point in time and the person just come to you and just probably um would naturally play as you two play before or just do things and as a result of that, you're trying to make the person understand that you're not in your best of state to probably take in or absorb all of those um, normal casual plays you to get to do. And the person still insists that no, then the person just begins to do things. And things like that would naturally hurt you like, oh, why is this person not just trying to listen up and just hear me out here? And you are hurt deep down and the person just didn't see it as anything worth apologizing for. Now, one of the things that is so profound that Jesus is saying they're teaching is saying that you should go quietly to your brother, even though this person is failing to admit that he or she has offended you, or probably the person is not aware, and you are being pained. One of the ways through which you settle conflict is to go quietly to your brother. The sure way to win him back is to make him see that, okay, this is that which you have done. I told you prior to now that I wasn't in my best state, and then... I still believed that you should understand why I really should have my own personal time at the moment. And you still went on to doing this and that that still didn't go well with me. And I just thought to make you get to know that, okay, this is that which you're doing and I don't seem to like it. Then if your brother or whoever that is doing that against you, see reasons, genuine reasons to say, oh, I'm truly sorry, I, I didn't see that way. I am sorry for having to go through things for you that way. And the Bible is making us understand that you want your brother back. But one of the things that we go through um, in this part of our world as individuals, not everybody seems to be your brother. So what happens probably if you're in transit and you are exchanging or you're trying to just exchange words with somebody or um, the bus conductor or somebody is really just nagging and shouting at you for reasons you can't even fathom. So does it mean that you would quietly walk up to him even when you don't have the time? How do you settle such conflict? Because there are times maybe 
for instance you're trying to get to work on a very busy day on a monday morning and for instance you probably don't have a change using the public transport and maybe in, in, in you not getting to understand probably you think you have changed on you and you've probably bothered the boss why the bus driver or the conductor was insisting that okay come inside with your change as you would naturally have it and you just check through and you realize that oh you used a lot change on you to to get something probably before the morning and you just realized that it was a thousand error notes you had on you and you and you stressed it to the bus driver or the conductor um, what you what what naturally it would flare up and begin to say what I told you this and that you understand how this bus driver do and they react so you are naturally at the mercy of that bus driver at the moment but in that case how do you how do you settle that little conflict you being the believer there do you begin to raise your voice to insist that oh um, does it mean that you wouldn't get me changed with the, no 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 it doesn't work that way practically i i have found myself in situations like that before one of the things i deploy is i just i just play the mute when i mean play the mute doesn't mean i don't talk what i mean is that i accept my fault and i begin to apologize oh i'm so sorry and i try as much as possible to be polite as possible making them understand that oh this is not intentional it wasn't like i planned to cost you this um um what was the word now to make you go back and forth over having to look for my balance and all of that so you just try as much as possible to be polite some persons would insist that it's their rights making it look as though um it was their dad that's driving them or as though um they were on the road because of them and like some persons would insist that okay go and get me my change some even go as far as exchanging words but that's not how to live a life as believers that's not how we live and be better versions of ourselves as individuals the best possible way is that you accept your fault the same way individuals even probably at work you've done something to your boss or to your superior and you are naturally not um in a place where you have accepted offense maybe you probably don't know that you're doing something wrong from their side and they are trying to make you understand that okay uh, can your attitude to work change can this and that change you don't you don't see it as a genuine reason to just insist that okay you are the one in the right or you are the one doing the right thing so many a time it is important that we learn to understand that at times one of the surest way to settle conflict is to accepting faults take responsibility for your flaws and just seemingly apologize sorry about the break i needed to be sure about the message i got so um so many of many of the ways through which you can settle conflict easily maybe amongst your friends amongst your your close contacts probably at work is sometimes to accept blames um one of the surest way to let issues die down easily is sometimes you don't always have to be in the right even though when you are in the right you should at some point take up responsibility for some persons miss out it doesn't mean it doesn't make you any less of a person it doesn't make you um less it doesn't make you inferior to the other person sometimes so a lot of it's rain you just have to do or go the extra mile um 
I really don't want to stretch you further beyond the basics so that I would understand where I'm picking it from. Um, verse 16 of Matthew chapter 18 says, But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two other with you and go back again, so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. Then verse 17, the last verse talks about, If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to church. Then if he or she won't accept this church decision, then treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. So what this basically implies is that certain persons will go out of their way to win their brother back, meaning that, okay, if this person has really hurt you, then you really do not want to lose touch of this person. So what are the surest ways through which you want to win your brother back? At times, you will go as far as trying to reach them in person. Oh, dude, can you see that you've offended me in this way or the other? Or, sorry, dear, I, I, I believe you've done this thing that really hurts me so much. Um, I thought to let you know, and if the person accepts blame, you've won the person back. That's what that part talks about. And if the person still insists that, oh, I don't see reasons why I should forgive you, or I don't see reasons why you think I had hurt you, the Bible's making us understand that you take two or three persons with you to go talk to the person that, oh, this is that which you have done, and we are here as witness to make you understand that this that you have done is not right. We see reasons why you should apologize to this person. And if the person still insists with witnesses being there to go help you um, plead with the person that has offended you or something, and the person is still insisting, and the Bible is still saying that you should take the matter to the church. Let the church understand that, okay, this is that which this person has done and the person is refusing to take responsibility for the offense. And to settle that conflict, the whole aim of settling any conflict is to win the person back. Like, is to continue the friendship, continue the relationship and to make peace reign. But if the person to which or to whom is supposed to make the peace reign is insisting, that is when you take somebody to apologize. That is when you take witnesses to make sure that, okay, you are doing everything possible to make sure peace reign. And since the person is really not ready to allow peace reign, then what the Bible is saying that you should allow the person go. Like, you should treat the person as an unbeliever. You treat the person as though the person is not one or is already a believer. You understand? So, and we can naturally see these kind of things play out in our day-to-day activity. Maybe at work, somebody's getting on your nerves and somebody, you're trying to make the person understand that, oh, this is that you're doing and I don't like it. And you still try as much as possible to report the person to your superior coordinator or your superior personnel like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I feel like this person is getting on my nerves and I've done everything possible to make the person change or, and the person is not really trying to change. The person who you reported the person to is now a witness to the fact that, okay, you've tried every possible best to ensure that peace reigns between you two. And if the person is insisting that, okay, I would not allow these things go as it should, then if at all there is no other person you could report to at the point in time, then you just allow the person be. It doesn't mean you hate the person. It doesn't mean you should begin to wish the person bad or you should begin to pray the person's downfall. But you just be as though you have a free conscience with you judging fully whether you've done every possible best to win your brother over but the brother is really re- insisting that he or she wants to just be left alone and i'll quickly paint a quick scenario with, with us um, i returned from camp a couple of weeks ago and i really thought i would have enough time to myself that was the past month which was april before the beginning of this new month i really just want to take our time to rest and just recuperate and gather strength and eventually um my boss really wanted me back at work and i was just like i i really just needed that time off i really wanted to start off the the month or start start of work this very month of may 
But my boss made me understand like, oh, Femi, you can't just be home being idle. You should be at work and get things done. And there's so much to do at work here and this, this and that. And that word really made me feel so pain because I really needed that rest at the point in time. Coupled with I had a friend around that I was keeping company. But I, I got out of the energy and I got out of strength to resume work the following week. And I was really not being my real self at work. Because at the time, their attitude that was seemingly looking like I was exhibiting at work, my nonchalantness to work, my attitude to work, um, the dispositions I was really exhibiting to other colleagues, and when it was officially time to close, I really wouldn't even look at any other person's face. I would just pick up my bag and go. And that was really wrong. That was just being me um, thinking I could compensate um, my not being ready to work by attending to work in negative or with negative vibes and all. So then my boss got to know about my attitude to work and he actually did what the Bible recommended at the point in time that you should call the person to order that this is which you're doing that I do not like at the moment. Could it be that this, there's something I'm doing that I don't like? Would you want us to change on something? And that was what the Bible recommended that you call the person to order so that there could be peace to reign. And at the point in time, after the month ended, it was the following month, which is the beginning of this very month of May. Then my boss beckoned on me and he called me like, oh, Femi, um, how are you? Uh, I would like to see you in my office. And he was saying that, okay, what has happened? Why is it that your attitude to work has changed? Is it that you don't want to work with us anymore? Is it that we are stressing you beyond time? Is it that uh, you naturally don't even like coming back to Lagos for your servicing and all of that for service and all of that and i tried to make my boss understand that no it wasn't like any of those reasons and it made me understand that um why is it that my attitude to work has changed and i and i genuinely explained to him and i made him understand that at the time when i resumed back when i got back to lagos i wasn't really ready to resume back work but certain persons will really just keep mute you don't want to express how you really feel you just feel like okay let me not talk. Some persons would even talk back at their box and just elongate issues. That's not the best way to settle conflict as believers. At times, it might mean you to just keep mute and just accept every responsibility of being in the wrong. Like, you naturally just accept, okay, just for peace to reign, I accept every responsibility of pain that I might have caused you. Then I am truly sorry. But some persons really find it hard to say the word sorry. And that's one of the surest and the simplest forms to allow peace reigns. Have you seen persons that would argue with you back and forth over just what sorry would have healed over? So I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere. So at the point, at the end of the day when my boss has said everything, um, I said, um, I'm truly sorry, sir. Like, it wasn't like I really wanted to exhibit such disposition to work. It was just because I had just come back and I thought I could take out time to rest properly and resume the new month. And everything just died down just with that simple apology. So many of the ways through which we can easily allow peace, reign, and settle conflict is to easily just accept that you are in the wrong see one of the ways through which that gives us edge over every other individual as believers is that at times you shouldn't always be in the right to allow peace reign even though you are in the right christ didn't christ didn't even christ wouldn't even see now before he took our place as being a curse on the tree so at times we should easily just let go of certain things to allow peace reign at times you might even be the one in in the right but people would really push you to the wall and at times you will still be the one to apologize even when you're being pushed to the wall i don't know if any of us have experienced that before so when people push you past the limits 
it doesn't mean that you become you become a fool it doesn't mean like people now begin to uh, to take your simplicity for stupidity but at times when when push comes to the shove you just have to accept that okay at this point in time if this is what it means or if this is what is to be done for peace to reign then i think i should just just accept the faults it might seemingly make people think you are a fool. It might seemingly make people look like, oh, this one is just a fool. That's how they do as Christians. They just, they just, people would, would give you names. But at times, you naturally just want peace to reign. And I think um, that was one of the things Osinachi was trying to prevent. Even the, the whole issue of um, a marital mishap that leads to the loss of a life i really don't know the full story but uh, with the little things i heard or i overheard over the media i could sense that she's just trying to play um what um a believer would naturally do she's trying to save her marriage at the expense of her own life so conflict at times would make a believer seemingly look like a fool and the Bible makes us understand that we have to be gentle as dove with the way we address things. But we have to be wise as serpent. Meaning that even when you are, somebody is trying to intentionally go against your will. Somebody is trying to do everything possible to hurt your feelings. But how do you see to it that this person begins to act in the right way and without being rude? I've heard at the time when Osinashi was going through the phase of a marital mishap. That even at the time, her husband would intentionally, um, what's the word now, abuse her in, in the presence of people. And when persons would really want to speak out on her behalf, like, oh, why is your husband treating you this way? Um, at the time, I overheard that she would be the one to plead um, her husband's case with the person, like, oh, I'm sorry, please do not let the church know about this, do not let people know about this. She's trying to save her marriage, but at the time, she is really, really doing so much she's just been gentle but the wisdom there wasn't really directing her to just take the necessary course of action so it is important that in a bit to settle every conflict in a bit to see to it that we don't fall victims of people trying to do anything that would naturally go against us and just play on our rights or play on the things that we naturally would not uh, allow we should call people to order and when you call persons to order and they are not trying to turn around or they are not trying to turn a new leaf it is important that you take persons with you to bear witness to that fact that okay this is what this person is doing to me at this point that i do not like and the surest way to settle this is that which i've spoken to him in person in closet and this person is not ready to turn a new leaf so i brought you to be witness to this fact if you could talk to this person that i don't want this again but if the person is still insisting that i i i don't want to back out from whatever reasons through which i am watching this person then i would better be on my own so that's a witness to what's happening at the point in time and at that point in time you are you are you would be you'll be you'll be vindicated of every right that okay you've you've done everything possible to not allow the person out you so that's one of the things we are talking about even as we constantly understand the place of settling conflicts as believers it is important that we understand that not everybody have the same art as you do not everybody has a big art as you do you can be very generous and still be offended you can be you can help persons uh, be, you can be there for persons and they still hurt you then you shouldn't because of that say oh because i was there for him because i came through even when the person had nothing 
then why should it be known that I really should be treated fairly uh, that the person is hurting me you see Jesus did everything that was good to people and he was even one of his disciples that still betrayed him so at the time we should learn to understand that you being good to people doesn't mean that you wouldn't experience conflict with them and the way you should overcome such thing is to intentionally just avoid conflict avoid mishap that would lead you to be against others avoid things that would bring about you two fighting you two quarreling you two exchanging words or you two saying unpleasant things to one another i hope you're following but ultimately um, by the help of the holy spirit is true which is is the surest form to which we can avoid conflict because the bible made us understand that the holy spirit would guide us into every truth he helps to be able to discern what's rightful and what's needful it it it, it teaches you the surest way to go it shows you the right path through which you should walk in and that which you you should do at every point in time there are certain persons that naturally should not even get close to you not because you hate them or anything but as a result of how you can discern that okay this person from the look of things i could tell that this person doesn't really have my best interest in art probably the person is just coming in as a result of who you are perceived to be maybe as a result of your generosity and the person is just trying to be friends with you but through the help of the holy spirit you can easily discern this truth and you can just be in the right and avoid things like that but ultimately one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit works in you is humility. Even when people wrong you, you still find it easy to forgive. You still find it easy to overlook. There was a time growing up in my life where one of the things that I can naturally say I am skid at is to just bear grudge with people. You would hurt me maybe because I can't confront you and say you've hurt me. I would naturally just take it up and feel um, that the surest way to to make you feel like you offend me or the surest way to make you feel like you've done anything wrong to me is to probably not even communicate with you at the time i would naturally just walk past you even without that was way back i just feel that's the surest way to to make people feel pain for hurting me bear grudge with them and even at the time when they are trying to make up with you trying to settle things up with you you just insist and you just keep things locked up and that's really a poor way to live and when i realized that that was not the surest way to live then god worked on me and today i would naturally live out my life as though i don't have people hurting me and beyond having to set or, or solve conflict that way it brings peace having to be in the right to people when people when you are easily just not swayed by emotions when you are easily not swayed by what people say about you there's this peace you that that comes with you you are always at peace with yourself you are always at peace with god you are always at peace with men but we teach us that we should follow with follow peace with all men and in following peace with all men is that you do everything possible to protect your faith do everything possible to protect not just your own interest but the interest of others so even when people are doing things naturally to hurt you when people are going out of their way to see to it that you are offended you guard your peace jealously you guard your own your peace with all that you have you protect your peace and if protecting your peace means that you should do everything possible to see to it that those who offend you are, are aware of their offense and you make it right with them 
or you do everything possible even after they have insisted that they don't even want to have anything to do with you to be sure that they are aware of that which you have done even taking people alongside with you to apologize or to make them see that they are in the wrong and they are still insisting it is for a person to allow peace reign that would even make that person to go the extra mile to do all the necessary things to ensure that peace reign and if everything that you've done is still pointing towards the person insisting then at that point in time you should just allow the person be while you live your own life in a way that gives you that sure that surety that guaranteed um living that you are at peace even with yourself and with everyone and even with god then all you could do for that is to pray for the person and through that the person can turn a new leaf and see that he or she has been in the wrong and apologize so I hope you've been blessed tonight and I really believe that you've learned something new as to how to settle conflict as believers. The surest way to settle conflict at times is to just accept that, okay, just for peace to reign, I apologize for this and I really desire that everything go back as we really want it to be. And I definitely hope that this doesn't repeat itself. But at times, wisdom is really profitable to direct. That even though you are accepting responsibility for other people's offense, do not let them see it as a yardstick to keep hurting your emotions. And I pray that the Lord will constantly help us as we keep at this truth in Jesus' mighty name. So I really want to say thank you for connecting tonight. And I really hope you've learned something new that you could put to great use as touching how believers should react in times of conflict and i trust that by the help of the holy spirit that you would learn the principles even far beyond what we've talked about tonight for in jesus mighty name we've prayed amen so this is Ted life international conference once again and i'm really so grateful that you're on air and i apologize that um, um one of the leaders was supposed to host the session build out so it actually puts me in a position to just um, prepare uh, in, with an emergency act so um, apologies for any inconsistency and I believe that you've learned something new tonight and I pray that the Lord will work out perfectly in us that perfect man that perfect attitude that we should be and exhibit to people thank you for connecting to Steady Life International Conference tonight I sincerely appreciate your time and commitment and we um, look forward to seeing you again on Friday at exactly 8 p.m. West African time. And in the meantime, be sure to have a wonderful night rest. And this is the Life International Conference once again. All we do is to see to it that we are the very best version of ourselves. And bye for now. See you again on Friday. Um, have a wonderful night rest.